Matthew 7, 21 through 23, Jesus said, Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of the Father. And then verse 22, he said, Many are going to argue with him. Lord, we did this, we did that. And still in verse 23, he said, Away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. And so today, what we're going to do is look at, in a little more detail, what that is, that lawlessness. And Luke eleven twenty three, he said, He who is not with me, siding and believing with me, is against me. And he who does not gather with me, engaged in my interests, scatters. So we're discerning today if we're right with him. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we acknowledge you. We thank you. We praise you for teaching us how to, how to acknowledge you and how to be in that place where we're not going to hear you say, I didn't know you. You who practice lawlessness, thank you for revelation knowledge. So, yeah, I mean, if you're seriously seeking Jesus, these messages that he's giving me are for you. And so think of this. He who is not with me, he who's not on my side is against me. Because if you're not on his side, you're, you're, you're opposed to him. And so if you're not in agreement with him, if you're not doing his will, like he said, then he's going to say, I didn't know you because you weren't on my side. You didn't believe what I said. You didn't act on my word. We can't just hear the word he said, but we have to act on it. And that proves that we believe him. And then he said, if you're not engaged in his interests, if you're on somebody's side, you're engaged in their interests. What is he interested in? He, his will is that none should perish. He's interested in you being on his side, choosing teams. He, he's interested in you actually choosing teams. Either you're for him or against your, him. Either you're on the enemy's side or you're on his side. And ignorantly, people really walk around calling themselves Christians. Not everyone who calls me Lord, but they're doing the will of the enemy. They're taking light of what Jesus said. They're not interested even in what Jesus said. It's just a big, like a a big show. I'm a Christian. It makes them feel better. I'm going to heaven. My my pastor said that I'm I'm just going to walk in sin because I'm human. But Jesus didn't say that. And if Jesus is living on the inside of you, you're going to be convicted of that sin as soon as you sin. And then, you know, you're not going to want to sin because you want to please him because you're on his side, because you're in love with him, because you believe him, because you want to live with him forever. You realize he is good. And you want good in your life. Not a fake good. Not, not a fake peace. Not one that you have to, like, talk yourself into. When you know something's wrong, you have that conviction in your heart. God said he's shown himself to everyone. And so you know either way that it's wrong. But if you ignore that, Jesus is going to say, he's saying, no, I know you away from me. But he wants you 
He wants you to choose him. And that's why he's showing you ahead of time. That's why he said, not everyone who calls me Lord. That's why he said, if you're not for me, you're against me. If you're not on my side, if you're not believing with me, then you're against me. You know, even circumstances in your life, we're not to be like um, looking at it in a negative way, in a doom and a gloom way. Like, you know, believing that by his stripes you were healed. Believe with him, he's saying. Believe by his stripes you were healed. Don't believe the report that says you're not and you're going to die. Jesus said you're going to live and not die and proclaim what the Lord has done. And you know, when you believe the truth, it makes you happy. It, it changes who you are. It changes, it changes your day. You can start out not believing the truth and then go sit with Jesus. And, and he's saying, are you on my side? Or are you not? Because he believes good. Let there be light. Be healed. I'm going to take those stripes for you. I'm going to hurt so you don't have to hurt. I came that you may have life. Have it to the full until it overflows. I'm going to meet all your needs. You don't have to worry about it. Just change kingdoms. That's what he said. He said, if you seek his way of doing and being right, Matthew 6, then everything you need will be added to you. The, the father cares for the birds. Isn't he going to care for you? Oh, you have little faith. It's impossible to please him without faith. He said, when I return, will I find faith on the earth? Or are we going to be siding with the enemy? Are we going to let him get to us and not believe Jesus? Are we going to even let him trick us into taking his side and not the side of Jesus? You know, if you are preparing to live with Jesus forever, he's going to show you truth. He's going to give you revelation knowledge. You're going to know things to come. If you're not on his side, you're going to compromise the word. You're not going to take him seriously. You're going to do your will and not his, because you're on your own side. You're following after the lies of the enemy. But if you're seriously following him, you're going to care about what he cares about. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind isn't just words. It's saying, I care about what you care about, what he said. We're interested in what he's interested in. And he said, he who does not gather with me engaged in my interests, scatters. And what he means is you're engaged in your interests. You're just, you, you run off to do your own thing. You're more interested in this temporary world than getting ready to live with him when you leave here. And so if you're not interested in bringing the true knowledge of God to those around you, then you're not interested in what he's interested in. If you compromise the word, you're not interested in him. You're self-absorbed and you really can't even see what's happening. When you're self-absorbed, you can't. You can't see what's happening in the spirit. You're blind to what's actually happening because you're interested in self and yourself. And so to make sure you're not that person that he says, I didn't know you, you have to take the time to get to know him. 
and take an interest in his life. The people that are in your life, your friends, your family, you've taken interest in them. You care about what they care about. You're on the same page. And that's what he's asking for. You know, he, he's just reminding me of when God asked Abraham to give up his son. He did that. He asked that because he said, you're one and only son in whom you love. Because he wanted that kind of love. He wanted to know if Abraham would love him like that. And that's what he's saying to us today. What you love so much. I want that kind of love. I love you that much. I gave my son. He literally gave Jesus. And said, this is how much I love you. Will you give up your interests? Those things that you're so in love with and so involved in. And that takes all your time. For him. He's coming, and many will perish for a lack of knowledge. He wants to give you that knowledge to share with them. He has something for you to do to help prepare for that time. But if you're so stuck, if we're so stuck on this temporary life, we're not going to hear him. We're not going to know. We're not going to understand, and we will perish. And many times, we're the blind leading the blind because we're leading them in deception because we're being carnal Christians. We're, we're hypocrites. We teach and say one thing just like the Pharisees, but we're not living it. He's asking us to be true to him, to be faithful to him. He's beckoning us It's not his will that you perish. And you will perish if you're not all the way on his side. And he's going to get you there. No one can teach you that except him. He Only he can teach you how to be all the way on his side. Only he can see clearly. You can't figure it out yourself. You can't do it on your own. You can't go by your own opinion what you think, what someone else thinks. You can't even depend on your pastor. You have to depend on Jesus. When he gave his life, he promised the Holy Spirit that he could come and live on the inside of you and teach you all things. Be your counselor, your standby. Remind you of what Jesus said, tell you of things to come. He's telling us what is to come. He's coming and many will perish because they're not doing his will, because they're not taking him seriously. Discern with me today. Are you compromising? Do you care about what he cares about? And if you don't, and if you are, then go to him and say, help me. Help me to see clearly. Help me not to be caught up in the temporary things of the world. Help me not to be so drawn to this world that I'm looking back all the time. I hear you and then I look back. If 
if you look back, you're not going to make it. Even though sometimes when you're seeking Jesus, things seem really hard and even depressing just to know how sad he is, um, to know how many people are thinking the worst of you and um, just the way things are. It's so worth going forward because you're going to affect those who don't believe. That's the plan. He's asking us to be the light of the world. And if we're not following him, we can't be. We're going to be the blind leading the blind. We're going to be responsible for the children. He said if you cause one of them to sin, you might as well hang a millstone around your neck and jump in because your punishment is going to be so bad. When you know what to do and you're not doing it, it's sin. And if you don't know what to do, then seek him and you'll, you'll find him. Knock and the door will be open. He's knocking at the door of your heart. And he said, if you heed his voice, he'll come and live on the inside of you. He said in another place, he said, if you do what I'm telling you to do, if you obey me, the Father and I will come and make our home within you. So the post of that is true. If you don't obey him, he hasn't made his home within you. But the enemy has come to deceive you. He comes dressed as an angel light. You're going to think it's Jesus and it's him. He's a good liar. He is a liar. There is no truth in him. You have to know that. You have to know the word. You have to look at the word. You can't just listen to someone and their opinion and think it's right. Jesus gave, gave his life so God's spirit could live on the inside of you. When Jesus was here, the disciples, they were with Jesus, but his spirit wasn't in, inside of them. So if they weren't like in the same room with him, they'd go find him. We have him there all the time. If we appreciate him, if we acknowledge him, he's there all the time. He'll never leave you or forsake you. If you don't hear him, it's because you've ignored him. You're not acknowledging him. You're in sin. He doesn't abide in evil. We can't abide with him unless we're in agreement with him. And so, Either you're for him or you're against him. There's no middle ground. Either you're on his side, and if you are, you're going to take interests. You're going to take time. You're going to make sure that you're going to seek him and say, am I calling you Lord and not doing your will? Are you going to stay away from me? I never knew you. Find out now before it's too late. And if he, if he says yes, and you keep seeking him, He's going to give you the revelation knowledge to know what to do to get out of that ditch. Otherwise, you're just going to go on living your life here and not knowing any better. Hosea says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Because you're not honoring him. You're not taking him seriously. You're being religious. Being religious is going to church, knowing what to do, and pretending to do it. 
are going to church and um, thinking that's all you got to do. Those are works. Those are, those are your works to think that you're right with Jesus because you did the religious thing. But what Jesus wants you to do is not anything someone else can tell you. He's going to tell you. The thing that he has for you to do. The place where you're lacking in the word, he'll, he'll make real to you. He'll define it. Um, it might be unforgiveness. It might be reaching out to someone in need. It might be that you're lying and you didn't realize it. That you're talking about someone and, and saying lies about them because you're angry. And that goes right back to unforgiveness because they said something that hurt you. And so what I want to encourage you in today is to look at the word. Don't take for granted that everyone goes to heaven because it's not true. And when you look at the word, and you can see that for yourself, when you look at the word, you give Jesus opportunity to teach you, to lead you down that path of righteousness. If you heed his voice, if you heed his voice, Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you heed his voice, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to teach you. He said, I'm telling you these things so that your joy, my joy in you would be complete. You know, many people think doing his way is religious, a religious thing, and God wants me in this box and I can't do anything. And that's not true. He actually wants to get you out of that box to set you free. And so if you, if you are a Christian, you've been a Christian for a long time, and you've been neglecting taking interest in what he's interested in because the enemy has you, has you in a box thinking you can't do this. You're not enough. You have to go to school, this, that, or the other thing. You need to go back to Jesus and say, what do you want me to do? And then just do that thing. And what he's telling you to do is going to give you joy, peace, contentment. It's going to set you free from that prison the enemy has you in of thinking the wrong things about yourself. God created you who he wanted you to be. He gifted you with a gift to do a work for him. That is a part of his interests. He's coming. And there's much work to do. There's many things to do. He's coming and he needs you to do his work. He has an assignment for you. You're gifted to do that assignment. You're enough to do that assignment. But you have to take interest in him. He said, whoever um, won't lose interest in their own life can't be his disciple. And if you're not his disciple, that means you're not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. He's in love with you. He's telling you things to come. He's telling you ahead of time. 
Get on your knees every morning. Take time for him. Don't get up and talk to anyone else before you talk to him. Honor him. Meet him. And he'll be there. He's waiting for you, in fact, to come to him. He said, those who seek me early will find me. He's waiting for you to come and meet with him so that he can tell you what's going to happen that day. So he can tell you things to come. If you don't meet with him, you're going to miss out. You're going to miss out. Things aren't going to go as you planned for them to go. James 2, 16, 17, read it. Faith without action is dead. If you say you have faith and God sends someone to you in need, your gift on the inside of you isn't just for you, but it's for that person in need. And he's, he's saying that when you give that, when you give away what you have that he's asking you to give away, then you have faith. Then you believe. If you're for him, you're going to believe what the word is telling you. If you're against him, you're going to say, oh, I don't believe that. I can't do that. I don't have enough. You have enough. If he's asking you to give, then you have enough to give. And he also said, when you give, you'll get back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So if you believe that, then you're on his side. If you don't, you're not on his side. If you believe by his stripes you were healed, then you're on his side. If you don't believe that, you're not on his side. And so then that might go back to someone saying, well, he meets me where I'm at. And he does, but he wants to grow you up to the place where you're all the way on his side. He's going to teach you, and that's why it's so important that you get up every day and sit with him and hear what he's thinking. Let him encourage you. When you hear him, faith comes by hearing the word of God. When you hear him, you get faith and you have faith. And what he says to you, especially when he says it to you personally. When you're asking him what to do about a situation, and he, he would say to you, by his stripes you were healed, then you know you have the confidence that healing belongs to you. That's a rhema word when he, is, when he just says it to you, when it comes up inside of your spirit. He's so in love with you. He loves you so much. He would do anything for you. And he did everything for you to make your life good and easy. And he's given you the directions on how to prepare to live with him forever. But it takes commitment. It takes your time. It takes humbling yourself before him and putting off what you thought you knew to know what he knows. To have that revelation knowledge. Remember my people perish for lack of knowledge. So that knowledge so you won't perish. So that you can have everlasting life. So let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said that you are knocking at the door of our heart. And if we would heed your voice, you would come in and dine with us. And so we're ready to heed your voice. If that's you, say, I'm ready to heed your voice, but I need your help. Thank you. Thank you, and we praise you, Jesus, for helping us, giving us eyes to see. Thank you that you care so much that you're taking this time 
to make sure we know the choices that we are making. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So Jesus is talking to me about our message yesterday. And I shared with you that he showed me people that are perishing. And the little bit of time that I have left to make changes. You know, the people that he puts in your life are those people, those are your assignments to be a part of his interest that they wouldn't perish. And when he shows you things in the spirit like that, it, it just, it stirs you to do his will. And he wants you to think about that. He, he's asking me to tell you, think about that every day. If you have nothing to wake up for, if you've been a Christian for a long time and you don't have that on fire, wakening anymore. He said, start thinking about those who you know in your life that aren't doing his well. And make that your assignment to seek him and how to change that for them. And then also know that if you don't care about them, then you are in trouble yourself. But most of the time, we love those people that are in our lives. And, and those are the ones that we're going to have compassion for. And those are the ones that Jesus is going to give you that zeal for because you love them. And so he's going to help you to have hope for them and give you the revelation knowledge you need to help them. The word on the right day, whatever that is. And so I want to encourage you to seek him in that. And even if you just said that prayer just now, you've been born into the kingdom. And now when you seek Jesus, you have to, you have to be a part of his life. He said, take interest in what he's interested in. And there's not much time left. And so the more time that you take to know him um, and join, take, join teams with him, then the more revelation knowledge you're going to have and the faster it's going to go. He can grow you up really, really fast. All he needs is your time and your attention and your obedience. So give him that time. Worship him every day worshiping him in your life by obeying him and so thank you so much for listening god bless you